Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Andy Robinson, the president and CEO of Standard Lithium. Uh, we caught up with uh, the CEO, uh, Robert Minchuk, uh, early December. Things have uh, moved on somewhat. Share price up 80 cents. They've raised 34.5 million bucks and also you know, uh, won an award. Best fifth, one of the best 50 companies on the OTCQX. Um, we're more interested in what they're going to do with their money, what that means in terms of advancing um, them, their relationship with Lanxus and actually cementing it, um, and perhaps uh, a new uh, New York uh, stock exchange listing as well to boot. So we kind of go over that kind of sort of more fundamental ground, um, talk a little bit technical, interesting conversation. If you want our thoughts and opinions, on it, uh, the conversation and the, uh, and the company itself. You can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There's commentary from experts from around the world talking about commodities like lithium uh, and companies, which you might find interesting, plus training courses to help you with your diligence process. Uh, there is also uh, a few summaries on there of companies that we've interviewed just to save you some time. But most importantly, there's a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and civilized manner, free from trolling and abuse. And if that sounds nice to you, and it should, uh, join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Andy, how are we, sir? I'm very well. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. You're stepping in for uh, Robert, who's obviously doing much more important things. And talking to us, obviously, yeah, obviously. Yeah. What's he up to? Where's he going? Duck hunting, I suspect. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's got his duck hunting hat on, and he's uh, currently knee knee deep in the swamp. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Well, I, I think you can afford to do that. I was just looking at the share price. You've you've had a nice bump since we spoke to Robert back at the beginning of December. I think. Well, I think a lot of lithium companies have the the market's really reacted quite strongly. I mean, that's obviously good news. Or would you put that down to your own best endeavor? Um, I mean, obviously, we'd love to. I think there is a. I think there's a general secular awakening on where the world is going. Right. I mean, I think we've uh, the lithium business in in its you know the niche of the lithium business has been in doldrums for probably eighteen months, twenty four months. It kind of suffered, and I think look towards the end of last year, people start to get where this thing is going now. You know, and uh, yeah, we're seeing we're seeing everything. Yes, yeah, so it's. And I think you're right. I think you're right. We've we've spoken to a few um, this week. Um, some companies are, have put themselves in a position of being able to raise some capital. You're one of them. You've raised yeah. actually, but you did it before Christmas. You did it shortly after we spoke. Actually, maybe you missed a yeah. trick there. But you raised thirty four point yeah. five million dollars. I mean, why did you feel the need to do it then? Well, it was uh, the timing was right for us. So we're moving, you know, over the balance of this year for 2021 and moving into 22. We have a couple of key, you know, kind of key milestones that we're gonna that we're gonna hit. Um, the principal one is obviously signing the joint venture with uh, with Lanxus. Um and then moving from that once that relationship is cemented, moving to uh, kind of the, the, the final investment decision for the first commercial build. So that's something where we wanted to have obviously a solid treasury to allow us to do the engineering work that's required, to allow us to uh, understand the economics, to get everything in place, and also to build to some degree, you know, 
uh, a small uh, an operating team in Arkansas that allows us to execute on that joint venture and, and move towards commercial uh, commercial deployment. I mean, you're significant. Yeah. You're significantly advanced. Okay, you're probably one of the most significantly advanced in North America. Okay, so I think that should be taken as red. But you, you used the phrase there, you've got to still yet to cement your re, uh, relationship with Langsus. So where are you today? What needs to happen? And when's that going to happen? Bye. We're in the in the final stretches of, of that relationship building exercise. So the goal is to form a separate joint venture company that will be a US company and there will be you know, shared ownership in that joint venture between Langsus and ourselves. Current status is you know, 70% will be Lanxus, 30% will be standard lithium. We have the option to move that to 40%. Um, and we are we have internal goals as to when we would like that to be fully signed up and formed. Um, I think, you know, I'm not going to say exactly a date, but we are certainly this side of the middle of the year. We're hoping to have that relationship fully, fully, fully formed and publicly announced. Right. Okay. And again, just to be clear on some of the details. By the way, I should say to people watching this, um, we did an interview around the, in the beginning of December with, with Robert. Um, a lot of detail. We went into a lot of detail. We'll put the link to that below so we can. We don't need to cover off a lot of that uh, this time around. So business plan, strategy, team, relationship with, yeah. with Langsus, et cetera. So please do uh, click that link um, below. Um, so, but coming coming back to timing, okay. Clearly, yeah. there are two parties involved. Um, it's going to be a question of you know coming coming to an agreement over how it moves forward. You're currently TSXB right. listed, but clear implication yeah. is you're in Arkansas. There's going to be an NYSE listing at some point. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're kind of we're moving you know inexorably in that direction. It, it makes perfect sense for the story that we're trying to tell right now. It makes perfect sense for the company that we will become over the next couple of years as we move into production. So yeah, it's it's an inevitable uh, thing for us to uh, to organically move into and you know the nuts and bolts are, are in process right now. Right, okay. And nearly $500 million company as well. So you're not, not only are you um, most advanced, but you're probably one of the most valuable. Um, do you feel you're getting fair uh, viewing? Are you getting fair appreciation? I, th I think for you know the key investors who followed us throughout, Matt, I think they get what we're what we're doing and and the story that we're trying to tell and the company that we're trying to become. So I think you know, and certainly in the the raise that we did before Christmas, there was a you know a key fund to underpin that entire raise, right? You know, the BNP Paribas guys, the ESG funds, they underpin that entire thing. They see where Standard Lithium, Lanxus, JV, Smack Over Resources going. The wider market, you know, the retail market, um, a lot of the analysts who still play in the space, I think our story kind of gets left behind a little bit. So I think when most people talk about domestic supply of lithium chemicals, you know, in the US and North America, you know, the usual usual couple of names tend to get trotted out, and you know, the good, good projects and worthy projects. Uh, I think we tend to get left behind a little bit. And I think we are comfortable saying we're actually more advanced than they are. We're more likely to come into production ahead of those ahead of those companies. Um, and the real the real reason is, um, and I'm sure Robert went through this in uh, in some detail with you before. But the real reason is we picked we picked Arkansas for a reason, uh, and the and the reason was to not have to do 
a lot of the hard yards that any greenfield project has to complete. So, you know, um, whereas in Arkansas, we're going to be piggybacking onto existing infrastructure, existing assets are already in the ground, permits are already in place. You know, it really is, it's not, it's not simple. It's not, you know, it's not, um, it's not a facile exercise, but a lot of the complexities, a lot of that, um, you know, the, the tricky stuff that ends up taking a lot of time to move a project actually into production, um, we don't have to complete. It's already been done by, by our partners and by the regulatory environment in Arkansas. So that's why we, we you know, we're comfortable saying, you know, as long as we pass some certain thresholds with, with Lanxus, with our partners, as long as, you know, financing, financing is in place um, with our relationship with Lanxus, that's already a given. Um, you know, as long as we can prove that the technology works, is coherent, is economic, feasible and doing all of that work right now, then we move very quickly through that next stage. It's like we then do the work to define the project and we start procuring and building. You know, it's very it's very simple in, in that respect. So that's why we think and we're happy to say that we're, we're so much more advanced than uh, a lot of the other company projects out there, which still have a lot of a lot of the unpleasant and rather tedious kind of legwork still to do. In reality, yeah, I mean, it's been interesting sort of listening to various lithium companies, you know, with the different sets of problems that they that they have because you know they're, they're different stages, they've got different abilities to raise raise cash, they've got technical issues, and you know, and I think one of the things that really I've noticed this week is an understanding, certainly from the questions that have been sent through, people understand hard rock, easy, yeah. they understand brine. Easy, and they yeah. understand the benefits of each and where they where they sit in the marketplace. Anything that sits yeah. outside that, like clay claystone or direct lithium extraction, uh, or you know the introduction of you know I think we've got projects which are linked to oil and gas fields as well. You know it, it gets yeah, difficult. Yeah. It gets difficult to sort of wrap your head around. But do you feel that you guys have done a good job in explaining where you sit in the marketplace in, in relation to your peers? Well, um, whether we've done a good, good job or not, is, have is you done a good job, Andy? Um, it's your job. Yeah, have I done a good job? Hopefully, I've done a, a decent enough job. I mean, yeah, it's it's difficult to tell the story because it, it is a technol it is a technology is fine chemistry. You know, I think it's great if you're a mining company, you can tell a story about you know we found a rock in the ground, we can dig the rock out and crush it, and people go, yeah, totally get it, right? And also, you know, when you point to the brine operations in South America, you can show people pictures of evaporation ponds and they kind of go, oh, yeah, that, that sort, of make, sort of makes sense. I know what's going on there. Um, I think, you know, we have had to develop the technology. We spent a lot of time and a lot of money um, and a lot of, lot of hours of, you know, the technical team figuring out how to solve the problem of the brine and the smacko formation. You know, that has been the crux of, that's the value proposition for standard lithium, you know, to, to use a word. Um, so it's, that's where we spent all of our efforts. We haven't had to do resource discovery. We haven't had to do drilling work, any of that, you know, the assays, we haven't had to do all that. It's all been about, okay, how do we get the lithium out of this brine, which we know is extremely plentiful, and how do we make it into a technology that actually works at scale? So it's anyone can do anything on a on a laboratory bench top. It's very easy to extract.
lithium at a, at a laboratory scale. And that's typically what we see, right? We see people doing quite small scale work, but we've, we solved that problem very early and we moved to de-risk to move to larger and larger scale and running the plants you know, in Arkansas and El Dorado at the, uh, at the facility there. It's been, um, that's the, that was the, the nub of the problem for us is like, can, can we do this continuously at scale? We had to do everything opposite to a conventional brine resource. I mean, to, to explain DLE, it's like a classic brine, you pump the brine to the surface, and then you basically you try and get rid of as much water as you can through evaporation. You know, you add chemical reagents to try and precipitate out the contaminants, calcium, magnesium, boron, sulfate, you know, whatever, whatever's in your particular brine. And then at the end of it, you're left with this kind of concentrated lithium chloride solution that you can then convert to usually to carbonate. Whereas in Arkansas or in, you know, in El Dorado, we can't do that. It's rains, it's hilly, you know, we can't build massive evaporation ponds and it's not really a very smart way to do it in the 21st century anyway. So we have to do exactly the opposite. We have to, we bring the brine in, we bring Lanxus's tail brine in, and then we just selectively pull the lithium out of that brine to create a concentrated lithium chloride solution. And the rest of the brine just kind of goes on its merry way back down into the ground through the reinjection well network as it has done for six decades. You know, that's what Lanxus, the bromine, the brine processing industry in Arkansas, that's what it's been doing for 60 years. You know, this is something that they do extremely efficiently and very well and with a high degree of social license. So that's what we had to find was, was that process. And certainly, you know, there are previous analogs. So, you know, um, FMC lithium or Livent as they are now, you know, they've used a, a sort of a variation of a DLE type process, you know, at their plant uh, in Argentina. So there are certainly, you know, there are predecessors who've, who've done, done a lot of that work. Um, but we had to use a different, you know, it's a different, different form of the technology to be suitable for the smack over formation. Again, raises the question to all of us, it's like, not, not, not all uh, brines are the same. You know, you've got, you've got to kind of crack the code for each one. And that's, that's true of whether it be oil or, 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 or gas or, you know, even with conventional mining. So um, yeah. do you think you guys have now been able, doing this long enough at a scale large enough to prove the commerciality here yet? Have you got over the line in terms of getting that confidence yourselves? And, you know, do you think you were able to communicate that? Certainly with you, like, like you don't go and raise 34, nearly 35 million bucks by not being able to explain that, but how did you explain it? Well, I mean, look, it, it's, I guess the thing is, is we set ourselves up as a as a developer, and we had to develop technology for the resource. You know, we did not set ourselves up as a technology company trying to develop a solution and then and then find the problem to fit it, which is you know what some of the companies are doing. Right? Um, we we went in, we signed the necessary relate you know commercial contractual relationships. We needed to get access to the brine of very large volumes. And then we solved, we solved the chemistry and the process issues for that resource. You know, it was all done specifically for that resource to allow us in the most efficient way to get the lithium out of the brine and convert it into something that can be solved. Um, so, you know, that was where we, uh, we spent the, we spent the money and we spent the time was solved to solve that problem rather than solving just the generic technical problem and then trying to apply it, you know, at, at multiple resource locations. We solved the problem for the smack over 
for you know deployment in the Slack server. And I think you know uh, it'd be great if one day when uh, when we can travel, uh, you know, we can start to show people again around the plant in, in Eldo, which is it's pretty impressive. You know, it is a large pre-commercial scale plant. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't mess about. We we bit the bullet and we spent the necessary money to build a large pre-commercial plant that does all of the de-risking that it needs to do. This is not bench scale. This is not a classic small-scale pilot plant inside a you know inside of a twenty-foot sea can. This is a large, three-story high, hundred foot by hundred foot, fully fully pre-commercial, twenty-four-seven plant. And it, from this, we can move directly to to uh, into the commercial plants design and procurement process. So yeah, I mean, look, we're very comfortable with the process. Clearly, our partners uh, are comfortable with the process. Um, uh, whether you know whether the, the the wider market in general really gets what we're doing, I think that's probably an open question. Um, but because uh, it's tricky, it's tricky. I mean, it, you know, it's it's complicated. It's complicated chemistry and um, it's industrial processes, and uh, a lot of people's eyes just kind of glaze over as soon as you start to measure. You know, start to uh, to talk about it in real detail. Okay, so remind everyone what you're actually going to be producing at the end, once you have gone through this daily process of yours. Yeah. What are you selling into the marketplace? Or what are you selling into with your partner? So in, initially, so we make a lithium chloride intermediate. So that's when we, we pull lithium out of the brine and make this intermediate product. You can then convert that into a couple of different things. Initially, the first commercial plant will will make and sell battery quality lithium carbonate. However, um, we certainly plan to make other product offerings over time. You know, we're looking at, and again, this is one of the, one of the great benefits of working in Southern Arkansas or on existing infrastructure, is that the build out is phased, right? We don't have to blow our brains out with a billion dollars kind of going all in on, on a single, on a single thing, right? It's like it can be built out over a decade. We can learn from the first phase. We can then move to phase two, it's de-risk further. And also we can move to additional product operating. So the first train can make product product Y, which will be battery quality lithium carbonate, but we can easily move to battery quality lithium hydroxide and other materials as the market evolves. And you know, you look at the world right now, and here we are, you know, but you know, February just about to come March 2021, and we're already seeing ridiculous movement in, you know. People like Optonscape, people like that, talking about solid state batteries. And, you know, who knows where the capital chemistry will go? You know, what final chemicals will be needed? The battery market is evolving at an extraordinary pace. So to say we're going to make product X now for the lifetime of the project, I think is probably, you know, as a questionable strategy. And I think we fully appreciate that in Southern Arkansas, we can have a great nimble, flexible approach to the products that we, that we can make. Well, I, um, I think that's we, we do additional test work to, to make to make other materials. Yeah, that's all going. I on. think I think that's really important for people to to understand about this project is you're not going to rush into it in terms of I say some massive capex requirement out of the gate. You've got you've got the scale here. There's a large large resource which allows you or gives you the, the flexibility of having some time to kind of ramp up in a financially more yeah. astute way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and this is one of the things it's, uh, again, you sort of tell the, try and tell the story of the smack over and, uh, 
and again, investor rights sort of glaze over a little bit, but it, it's a gargantuan reason for this. People still have not fully understood the size and scale of the smack over formation of the lithium brine that it contains. It is enormous. Um, you know, we have access to a large footprint in Southern Arkansas through two lengths and through our own, uh, our own leases that, that we control. But, you know, in the background, the last four years, we've been looking at, you know, lots of other potential areas where we, where we hope to, uh, to, you know, but, gain, but in gain language we can understand. So most people don't understand life of mine or this, this thing, the smack over formation is big enough to supply the world's lithium chemicals for decades to come. Never mind just North America's. This is a globally significant resource that when the commercial unlocking starts, it can move incrementally through additional build through additional build. And easily, easily we can move to, you know, 75,000 to 100,000 tons of lithium chemicals production per annum from the smack of resource. It is huge. And it's, it's, and it, it's very, you know, it runs from London to Rome, you know, the equivalent. It is a, a right. truly gargantuan. Please don't do that. You'll flood the market and prices will be affected, is all I'd say to you, uh, Andy. Uh, so, important point, actually, because if you, if you think oh, about no, the existing no. producers and their ability to turn the, the dial up yeah. slightly, it, you guys have got to be measured and cautious about how you approach, you know, um, you, how you go about yeah, this? And, and any, any commercial decision to, to move on the next project phase will always be based on you know, market conditions, future outlook, etc. It's just that the resource is big enough to handle that degree of production. So when we look at you know the lithium industry and where it's going to move over the next 10, 20 years, we like to you know what part of the reason that we set stand lithium up is 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 because of the ESG component. Like it, it truly is. It is that we don't have to go and dig up and despoil kind of you know virgin areas of, of land to get lithium resources out of the ground. This is the smackover resource. That area has been you know exposed to resource resource extraction for over a century in, in that formation in that region. And we can continue to you know, drill new wells where they're needed, but mostly reusing existing infrastructure. And you know, North America's lithium can come from very green, very sustainable, very uh, very large resource without you know, having to move into pristine deserts and you know, do work in, in those sorts of environments. Okay, so, so just just to, just to finish off, because there's been nice reminders for us that you're out there busy beavering away. Um, you've got this money. You're going to make a FID, there's going to be an FID this year that we're aiming for? That's the goal. This calendar year is what it is. Right. New York listing this year, if that does happen? Yeah. Okay. That's what we're Right. Yeah. And in the meantime, if um, while people are waiting for that uh, new uh, listing in America, they can go to the OTC QX, where you are one of the best 50 companies on there, apparently. It's a, I couldn't help but notice that. I just, I, I, yeah, you got to love an award, important. don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, that, did that make your day? Did that award make your day? Or would you rather um, get us over the line quicker? We would rather move into commercial production faster. That's kind of where, that's Correct where we Correct answer. Correct answer.
Um, Andy, I appreciate your time today. Like, thank, thanks for the update. Um, I know it, it was just that you know, with things moving so quickly in the lithium space, saw what you guys yeah. have been up to. Uh, you you got a little ways to go, but not too far. So stay in touch. Let us know how you get on. Okay. Great stuff. Thank you, time. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.